Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Udo Erasmus, the founder of Udo's Choice, found in Whole Foods and other health food stores worldwide. He is a pioneer in the health and wellness space. He created the machinery for extracting flax and omega oils, and he pioneered the healthy fats industry. Udo, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's an honor. Uh, You are welcome. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? I got poisoned by pesticides. Okay. (laughs) And and that rubbed my nose in the fat, and the the doctors had no, no cure for it. So I went to the doctor and said, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? Nothing. And that day I realized, oh my God, my health is my responsibility. And I had background in biochemistry and genetics. So I used that background to go through the journals to try and figure out what I could do to, to fix the problem I had. Of course, one of the things I stopped doing is spraying pesticides. Um, but then I started thinking about, about health and got stuck in the arena of fats because they're the most sensitive nutrients. They need the most care. We give them the least care. And I thought I can't get healthy on oils the way we damage them. So we should be making them with health in mind. So that was just like an idea. And then it was like, okay, I'm gonna design a way to do that because I knew what the issues were. And I grew up on a farm, so not bad at tinkering. And, uh, and, then, I, and then the year after I got poisoned, uh, it was established that omega-3s are essential nutrients, which means you can't make them. You got to have them. If you don't get them long enough, you die. So these are really important things in, for health. And found out 99% of the population doesn't get enough for optimum health. And it was like, oh, my God. All my, I mean, I, I <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, my God. I can help so many people if I can make oils with health in mind. And so I became unbelievably inspired to do that. So that was the drive behind it. I didn't have any business uh, background. I, I had a pretty good uh, understanding of knowledge, but then it was the enthusiasm and then was step by step. I made so many decisions that are like business decisions and they were easy to make just because the picture was really clear. What we wanted to do, what I wanted to do, the picture was really clear. So the decisions were not difficult to make we were not going to compromise on what we wanted the end product to be. So that's really what, how it happened. It's a little bit unusual for, for a lot of people. 
That is absolutely incredible. So you had, um, how did you discover that you were poisoned by pesticides? How would somebody know if that was affecting them? Oh, I, well, they, uh, I had a pesticide sprayer's license. I got that in the gardening job. And I sprayed pesticides very carelessly for three years uh, because um, my marriage broke up. So I wanted to kill something and pesticides kill things. So I sprayed pesticides, right? And, uh, and um, I knew, I licked them off, honestly licked them off my fingers in a place where we sprayed and they didn't let us um, um, clean up. But the symptoms I had, which is I think more what you're asking about, is well, I um, nausea, dizziness, cramps, uh, no energy. I literally, I was 38 years old. And if I walked around one block, I would have to rest like an 80 year old man. And I'm now, I'm going to be 79 next week or ne a couple of weeks. And I have more energy now than I had then. And, and, and then the other thing that was really strange is if I turned my head, it felt like my head turned, but my brain didn't. Of course, that's not even possible, but that's what it felt like. And the biggest, biggest thing, the longest lasting was this, this the total no energy. That was, the, that was the biggest. So you went from that, you invented mm -hmm. the process. You talk about um, facts, fats being sensitive and us spending no attention on them. What does that mean? Well, if, uh, if, you, if you expose uh, oils, and this is especially for omega-3 and omega-6 oils. Those are the essential ones that you can't live without. If you expose them to light, light to, uh, damages them. If you expose them to oxygen, oxygen damages them. And if you heat them to higher temperatures, then, then the heat damages them, and all in different ways. There's, like there's at least 10 different ways in which oils are damaged. And that's not, I don't think, the topic that you want to <laughs> cover in this show. That's all right. So then... Yeah. Um, you've also, I mean, in addition to pioneering the industry, you wrote a book that sold over 250,000 copies, yeah. Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill. What yeah. inspired you to write the book? Well, it was actually, it was the, the, it was, it was the way things went. What, what happened is I had a guy who wanted to make oils with me and then that deal fell through. And so I was sitting there and saying, well, we want to make oils. That's, that's the end goal. But uh, <clears throat> I, I can't do it right now. But, and I didn't have any money either. So I moved in with my mother. I said, I want to write about uh, a book about oils because I learned so much from the reading that I thought there must be other people who could benefit from this knowledge because it wasn't available even in the, in the courses I took at university at the master's level. They didn't talk about this stuff. So I, so I wrote the book because I, I, I had the time and had the space to do it. And uh, wrote it three times. <laughs> and the first time I, I didn't like it. The second time I said I wouldn't buy this book, so I knew I had to start over. And uh, the third time it just it just basically rolled out. It just it's almost like I I from start to finish, fifty four chapters. I think I wrote fifty one of them, one after the other, day after day after day, without any uh, concern or I wonder if I should do this. It just it just got organized in my mind. And, and that happens when you dwell on something long enough. It actually gets organized in your mind. And then I, I just wrote out. So I, I decided that that was something I could do. So I did what I could in, in, with the time that I had on my hands. 
but taking it in the direction of where I wanted to go. That makes a lot of sense. How did the business aspect start? <clears throat> I worked with a guy who had done some projects. He had done some uh, pretty big projects in Saudi Arabia um, through uh, one of the big companies. And he was kind of like, like the financial mind. When we didn't have money, he would say who would get paid and how much they would get paid. And nobody got paid what we owed them. Uh, we just wanted to let them know with, that we were we were in the business and we were building it and we were we were um, you know we were we were good for the the debts that we accrued and to let them know that we we were heading in that direction but asking them to give us the time to do it and that was a very good strategy I I thought I would have never occurred to me to do that and uh, and so we really did it shoestring by shoestring and then one bottle sold and then twelve bottles sold and then twenty bottles sold. And the biggest thing was we were on, because we were on fire, we were willing to tell the story and people liked the story. You know, we told the story, we didn't sell them. We just told them how fats work and, and, and what essential means. And, uh, and people liked the story. And so they said, well, I'll try this, see if it works. And the, and the nice thing about it was a lot of people saw benefits from using the oil that we made with health in mind. And they saw it very quickly. And so that, that kind of cemented, you know, and there's nothing like results to get people to believe, right? <laughs> Absolutely. How yeah. did you get the word out? How did you grow the business? How did you get people's attention and communicate the messaging? Well, the short answer is any way we could, but we did, uh, we, we took, we did a tour uh, through the United States in 1988. Uh, 101 days, the hottest months, August, July, August, half of June, half of September. We went to 85 cities in 101 days in 35 states. And we basically, we had somebody who wanted to distribute the oil who had some presence in the marketplace. And so they, they set up the, the places to go. And we literally just talked to everybody that would listen to us. And we were selling oil for four times what people were used to paying for oil. But they, they liked the story so much that they actually were willing to do that. That is absolutely incredible. You've given over 5,000 presentations on nutrition and health, 3,000 media interviews. Mm -hmm. You speak yeah. at Tony Robbins and G Deepak Chopra's events. How did you build those relationships? Uh, well, <laughs> all of those relationships, you know, sometimes you got to say grace of God, you know, I didn't, I met somebody who liked my oil, who was friends, she set up my, my connection with Deepak. And I, <laughs> it's a long story, but I wouldn't tell them what I was going to talk about. And they, they wanted to know. So they signed me up for something that I ended up talking about that for 30 seconds. And another thing that people would think I would talk about for another 30 seconds. And then I talked about what I really wanted to talk about. And I got, a, I literally got a standing ovation and it was all, it was spontaneous because it was, there was, I'm, I'm, I've gotten pretty good at doing spontaneous with Tony. Um, my son knew his wife and suggested that he bring me in to talk about fats to one of his groups. And so he did. And, uh, and of course it was, it was a big deal for me. And I thought, Tony, yeah, he's a big guy and he's got a big ego and he's got big teeth. And I've seen, I've seen all his ads and all of that. And I thought he was going to be like a really ego 
ego guy. And I met him backstage and he was so focused on me that I, it felt like he wasn't even there. He was so focused on me and I, I, it really blew my mind. And then I got on stage and did my thing and they, they taped it and then they started using it in courses. And Tony became one of, one of, the, one of my best promoters of the oil just because it got results. He was using it himself and it got results. And so he recommended it to people that he was doing consults with, pretty high, high level people. And then I eventually I got into um, going in remote for some of the courses and doing live presentations on, on fats and, and health and, and stuff like that. So, but I, you know, I, I was also on Fox News at one point, uh, Global News. My daughter arranged that one because she was living in New York and she met the person who was doing the show and she was using the oil. So, so it happened, it's kind of, it kind of all happened through the oil because I'm not a, I'm not a socially connected person like that. I came out of the second world war in Europe and I was always pretty quiet. So, uh, but you know, if I have a good message, then, uh, I, I'm not very shy anymore. Well, congratulations. You've built, I mean, yeah. you've literally changed the world. Um, you now talk about something called total sexy health. What is yeah. that? And what are just some of the eight steps that are part of the process of that? Right. So I went from oils and then I got into digestion because that's also a very, very neglected area. So I have a, so it's a big market, right? And uh, so I worked with that. And then I started realizing that inspiration was as important as information because people won't make changes if they don't get inspired. Because it's like when you're not inspired, then it's like, oh, everything's too much work. So you don't want to make the changes. So inspiration. Then I started thinking, what else affects health? And the, my conclusion was everything. So everything affects health. What's going on in the environment affects health. And what's going on in politics affects health. And who you spend time with affects health. And what you eat affects health. Everything affects health. And so I decided I wanted to do, turn health into a teachable field. And the eight parts, sexy, by the way, is the trigger word. You know, um, you know, everything gets sold with sexy. I felt that maybe we should use sexy to sell people on their own magnificence. And, that, and, and, and how do you do that? Well, you got to get more present in your own, because that's where your sexy lives. And when you're out of touch with yourself, you lose your sexiness because then you're tripping in your head or you're, you know, you're, you're, you're doing stupid things because you don't feel content when you feel discontent. That's not very sexy. When you're happy, that's sexy. When you're inspired, that's sexy, you know, that's, and so, so basically uh, I wanted to turn health into a teachable field and the eight parts, five are personal and three are uh, uh, environmental. So number one is awareness. Awareness is where our contentment lives. If I can sit still and go deep into the space that my body occupies, I will discover a peace that is not absence of war, but presence of presence. And, and that's sexy. Um, you know, calmness, you know, if you have, a, have a, a crisis, calmness under fire is very, is very useful to have. And it's also you feel in that place like you're not missing anything. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, you feel whole, you feel one. Uh, it's a very nice place and it's worth cultivating. Most people don't because our senses always take us out and going in has to be deliberate 
and we we live more by reaction than by than by um, proaction, I would say. So that's the deepest part. That's the foundation of our existence as well as the foundation of the entire universe. Same piece. Number two is life energy. Life energy is solar energy. Sun is the is is what creates the energy. Goes into green leaves. Goes into molecules stored in the bonds. We eat those molecules. We break those down in our body. That sun solar energy is released, and that's our life. That is also a very very uh, fine place to to sit still and go in because this is all inside the space the body occupies. Third one is inspiration. That's the shine of the of the life energy, and that's where that's the positive part of mind. That's where our inventions come from. That's where that's where our enthusiasm for doing good comes from. You know, it's the, the, the bridge between life energy and the world. Number four is the body. That's what everybody talks about when they talk about health, food and fitness, basically, but also digestion and also rest and also healing and also detox. Number five is uh, uh, um, survival smarts. That's the protective part of mind. And that is, a ba is based on number one, being, being in your power. But, and number two, learning skills preemptively for the crises that you can anticipate. And that's a good thing to cultivate. Absolutely. I don't, want, I don't want you to give away all of them. I want people to go get the book. Yeah. Um, where is the best place for them to go to learn more? Uh, Amazon. Um, Amazon uh, has the oils and, and the books. And I have a, a, a web, two websites, udoschoice.com. And there's information about what we do and why we do it. And the other one is Udo Erasmus. Uh, and we have uh, educational material and some courses there. And we're still, still building that. You have built a, an incredible, incredible industry and have such an amazing story. What do you like best about what you're doing? Honestly, that I get to do it. It is such an honor. It's such a privilege. You know, because I, I should have been a war, war baby who was just completely screwed up in his head and, you know, hiding everywhere, you know, and I did that for a long time. But, but I, I found something and, and it's always about if you're serving quality of life, if you do, do something that gets people less pain or more joy, that's, there is something inherently satisfying to be engaged in something like that. And it doesn't matter. And there's a thousand ways of doing that. Like you're doing it too. You're doing podcasts. They help people. You know, there's, there, there must be, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, but there yes. must be satisfaction in the fact that you get to do that. And for me, it's like that. I have a different set of skills that you do than you do and a different set of interests, but it's always about how do we make life better for more people? How do we make the planet better for anybody who lives on it? It's always that. And I am, it, it, is in, it is inherently satisfying that I get to do that. So I'm very, very grateful that it's possible to be able to do what I'm doing. That is absolutely incredible. We know your time is amazingly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Udo Erasmus of Udo's Choice. Udo, thank you again. Thank you, Seth. This is really fun. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? 
Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.